Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning. Welcome back. Hope your weekend was swell. It is cold up here in the Northeast. We got some snow. We had wind chills on Friday down to negative 37 degrees. Pretty crazy. I've only ever experienced that once in my life, and it was in Colorado when I was out visiting my brother about 10 years ago, so it was quite the experience. Um, so, fun weekend, <laughs> needless to say. So today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the perception of Kratom and messaging around Kratom uh, as we kind of move forward into this post, you know, World Health Organization decision uh, era, if you want to call it that, I, I'm really, I find myself often ruminating about this, thinking about how Kratom is going to change in the perception of the public as time goes on and what's going to make that change happen, right? Because it takes some sort of push to have the pull and, and, and the messaging is going to have to shift um, I think that having these statewide bans, you know, lifted, like what happened in Wisconsin is huge. And like I said, at the beginning of the year or towards the end of last year, I think that, you know, state by state battles is what we're going to be seeing next. Sure enough, two weeks later, we see the first, you know, of the five or six states that are still classifying Kratom as illegal fall to a Kratom Consumer Protection Act. And that's going to change the messaging, right? Like it's, it's legalizing a drug that was schedule one in the state all of a sudden that drug isn't schedule one anymore um does the state fall apart you know no of course it's not going to fall apart and you know hopefully people will take notice of that and and that needs to be adopted into the messaging it's kind of like a new era where the the strategy for proponents of kratom need to take these things into account and i think messaging needs to change um so that's kind of stuff that i'm thinking about and then i saw this article it's from kratomscience.com if people don't know about kratom science you've got to check them out they are just incredible the amount of content that they publish and the detail is superb um they have a podcast which you should definitely check out and I try not to cover much that they cover, but it's pretty hard to ignore like all of the amazing things that they put out there. So you're going to see me like from time to time piggyback on one or two of their articles because it's just too good, you know, like to, to miss. And I, I think that it, it'd be like almost like a disrespect not to point out some of their amazing work. So I have to do it. So today I'm doing a little bit of that. So I saw this article that Kratom Science published uh, just recently, and it's called um, Caffeine is an Addictive Deadly Drug. And, you know, given the name, you can probably figure out what it's about. But um, but really, like, it, it's cool because it relates it all back to Kratom. 
and uh, as Kratom Science does with, you know, everything. And so uh, what they what they say is, and I'll, as always, I'll read just a few parts of it, but I'll let you check it out for yourself if you, if you get interested. Um, in this article, I've chosen to focus on negative yet factual aspects of a drug that is consumed safely by millions of people every day to mostly positive outcomes. Yet the reality remains, like other drugs, caffeine can be addictive, physically and mentally damaging, and even deadly in strong enough doses. Negative aspects of other substances have been amplified to justify their prohibition, though most people consume most psychoactive substances to mostly positive outcomes. And then it goes into uh, Kratom and how it's been demonized in that way. Um, so it, it's a really cool comparison, and it's the sort of you know direction that I think messaging needs to go in. Not entirely, but I think this needs to be incorporated into that messaging. And I think that it needs to be incorporated into the messaging purposefully um, and supplemental to, to the other messaging that's already happening. So um, I'm going to look at a few other things said in this article, and then I'll tell you why I think this is like this needs to be part of the the future public face of, of Kratom in terms of like how proponents should be pushing to, to keep Kratom out there for people. So it first talks about dependence and addiction of caffeine. Um, th this article focuses entirely on caffeine until the end of it with, with a few, you know, mentions of metragenine in the, in the middle. But, um, you know, Kratom science really does a good job of like trying to just keep it too, uh, you know, looking at caffeine first. And um, and it establishes a narrative in that respect where people read this and, you know, you're going to agree with what they're saying because it's all factual. And then, like, all of a sudden you can bring Kratom into it and be like, so, you know, now, what do you think about Kratom? And, you know, it has, it has the ability to change minds. So it says, you know, addiction to caffeine is common. It was first listed as an addictive substance in, you know, uh, the mental health disorders... <laughs> Diagnostic and Statistic, Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders. Uh, in 2013, it was first listed as, you know, a disorder, a caffeine withdrawal disorder. And um, it also says that 20% of caffeine users meet the criteria for caffeine use disorder, which is really wild. Um, it says, you know, other health issues. Caffeine is also known to cause low birth weight in infants if consumed during pregnancy. Um, researchers have found that those who abuse coffee often smoke cigarettes, get too little exercise, and eat meals that are too high in fat as well. And then, of course, it reports that there are deaths that are associated with caffeine, but not only associated, uh, directly caused, right? The FDA has received 1,379 reports of caffeine-caused deaths and 2,566 reports of serious adverse events all listed in the FDA Adverse Event Reporting System database. Um, and then it goes into um, some specific scientific stuff with, uh, you know, the LD50, like, you know, how much of a substance kills 50% of the rats, you know, in an in a animal study, which I hate. I hate animal studies. <laughs> I always have to say that once. Um... So anyway, and then it goes into how this relates to Kratom and how, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous to demonize a drug through all these criteria when you can do the same thing with caffeine, you know, arguably the most used drug on earth um, and, you know, by over a billion people and something that, you know, no one else is going to, you know, like it, this is something that's in everyone's lives, right? 
caffeine is something that's in almost everyone's lives and uh, or at least you know a huge portion of people all over the world use caffeine so it's something that everyone can relate to and it's you know a good segue into you know having people think well you know if you're okay with caffeine being a thing and being legal and being a part of society and how it functions you know what where's the where's the what is it about kratom that that doesn't work for you you know and that i think it's i do mean that as a legitimate question like it's meant to get a conversation going i think that there needs to be some good civil conversations happening around kratom um and that that's also the future of like what the public perception of kratom is going to be is going to depend on really good civil discussion and you know getting points across to each other not just yelling and saying oh it kills people it's part of the opioid epidemic and then other people saying no it's the solution of the opioid epidemic and there's nothing wrong with it like you know no neither one of those arguments is right but what we do need is to realize look there might be some downsides to kratom and there probably are just like there is with this thing that one billion people use every single morning and you know afternoon but we still just accept that and so there's got to be a way where we can bring kratom into the fold because it's gonna it's not gonna do more harm than it will do good right if we treat this in a in a positive manner and purposefully and and you know respectfully to the plant and to the people who use it so that's kind of everything that's been going through my head. This was kind of a ranting episode today, but, um, you know, it's, I, I love that this is precisely why I love the content from Kratom Science. So everybody should definitely check them out and follow them. Um, they also have a Twitter account and they, they post their articles there as well, but they're just, they're just, you know, really, really cool. And, um, and they always get me thinking, you know, I, I end up having a string of thoughts just like this one every time I see some of the content that they publish. So uh, make sure that you check them out. They're a great source for, for content. And uh, especially if you want to go more in depth on the science stuff, they have some great interviews as well. Um, so so that's what I'm thinking about today, everybody. I hope that's a nice uh, brain, brain burster to start the week off. And, uh, uh, you know, let, let's get our... Let's get ourselves flowing this week. Um, Okay, so thanks so much for listening in this Monday, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye.